This is Winging It, the somewhat whimsical, certainly worrying, decidedly wonky, seldom weighty, endlessly well-intentioned, and wildly witty show about music where one knows what's coming and the other doesn't. And, you know, while I appreciate David doing his share, this week is not one of those weeks. So I will be doing Winging It again. And I will say it's quite fun to, uh, you know, surprise him. And uh, most of the time, I'd say 99% of the time, he seems to really enjoy the topics, and I hope he will this one. The reason we do these shows is because we don't want to leave you one week without us. So this show happens in between both proper to ensure that you can spend anywhere from 15 to 180 minutes with us every week. So, David, are you excited? Again. I am excited. I'm excited uh, partially because although new the new year is kind of old news to the listeners by now, but still, True. this is the first show we're recording in the year uh, yeah. due to ver- due to various uh, various uh, things which we might or might not discuss on Birds of a Feather. We don't want to be uh, controversial, but uh, there are uh, things that uh, kept us from recording, and even now we're doing the unthinkable and recording remote but it, i consider this a fan emergency i mean with the fans out there yeah. they're, they're they're salivating i can hear the spittle hitting the floor as they're drooling for more episodes and they're downloading us left and right uh, uh so uh, we we've just got to do this we simply have to do this and uh greetings to our new listeners in the united arab emirates and hello uh, hello and uh, all the uh we got like 700 or something downloads in the state of Virginia in the last month. And I, I, I have no what's way to account for Virginia? this except for I'm just, well, what's in Virginia, Quantico and Langley. So I'm figuring it must be those FBI and CIA boys. Or, I think you know, there's probably more than just that in Virginia, but that's fine. I mean, you know, they're probably still stalking me from the uh, Louis Drayton days and butter, butter, butterflies and hurricanes. But uh, we're not going to say anything controversial, fellas. So you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time because all we're going to talk about today, first of all, welcome to all our new listeners. Please continue to share us because we can't grow our flock without you. But this week, and I'm waiting for your dramatic response, David, we're going to talk I, about 10 bands. Or, oh, oh, sorry. Were you trying to, to get in there? Because I'll be quiet. I was not. Okay. It was a vocal. I, I, it was a verbal tick. It was, it was Tourette's, basically. <laughs> Great. Well, we're going to talk about... Tourette's, still Tourette's, okay. Yeah. Ten bands who broke world records. What? Yeah, there are bands out there that broke world records. So we're going to get your visceral response. We're going to hear the kinds of world records they broke. Very interesting. Some of these bands you may not have heard of. Um, I may not have heard of, and the listeners may not, but most of them I think are pretty much uh, common knowledge. So I th- I th- are you ready probably- for this? I think they probably intentionally broke world records just so we would have heard of them. And, and, and so that and we would we be are. talking about it. them. Yes, yeah, that's and, right. And, and hey, mission, mission accomplished. I think exactly I know one that's right. going to be in there. I think I know one that's going to be in there, but I will keep mum. Hmm. Yeah, don't ruin it. Don't harsh my jam, man. I'll just say, don't do uh-huh, it. yeah, it's all that coming when it comes up, so. Oh, God, of course. All right. Well, the first band is a band that really got its start on the Internet. And it was OK Go because in 2006, they had a great catchy. It's it's just a fucking great song called Here It Goes Again. I don't know if you've heard it or not, David. I would never have remembered the name nor the name of the band. But when you say OK Go, I picture a bunch of guys on treadmills. That's exactly right. So, 
<laughs> See, exactly I'm not right. that. I mean, I'm not that out of it. You know? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I apologize. You're not that out of it. So, this was considered one of the truly first viral videos. So the four band members, as you said, filmed a fully choreographed routine on treadmills in one continuous shot. No editing. Since then, they obviously have had a bunch more videos, but their 2016 music video for Upside Down and Inside Out set a Guinness World Record. Why? Because it was the first music video ever to shoot on a reduced gravity aircraft. Get the ELF out of here. Really? Exactly. I haven't even seen this video. I'm like, no, where no. the fuck have I been? Wow. I mean, so, so, so they were actually, oh, you know what? I, I do, I seem to recall somebody doing a video floating around and I'm thinking that's like if Tom Cruise was in a band, that's the kind of shit you would see. Um, oh but maybe it was them, you know? It must have been. Well, according to the record book's website, the flips and twirls took place aboard a Russian S-7 Airlines plane. Wow. wow. Holy shit. Like, who, where do you come up with that idea? All right, guys. For your next video, we want to be really literal since it's called Upside Down and Inside Out. We'll leave your guts intact, but we're going to have you fucking upside down. Okay? We're going to do it. And we're going to do that. Maybe, <laughs> we should maybe record a show like that. I don't know. I think we should. Okay. Well, you uh, charter the Russian S-7 and I will show up. No, I will, I will right. talk to my contacts in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, that's a weird one. But is it weirder than Paramore's world record? So alt-rock band turned pop sensation Paramore set out to break 10 world records in their 2014 music video for Ain't It Fun, which, as it turns out, is a world record in itself. So what the fuck are we talking about? Well, the world records established include most feathers, hello, perfect for our show, most feathers caught in 30 seconds, longest time spinning a vinyl record on a finger, and the more obscure, fastest time to run backward, holding stuffed animals while blindfolded for 30 feet. Now, I'm going to guess that uh, two of those three uh, records were, they were completely unopposed. And I mean, nobody's ever done that before. <laughs> they have a record for that, really. They have, I think you can make anything into a record. I yeah, mean, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm looking at my Coke here. I have Coke Zero, and I, you know how I love Coke Zero, and the fans have to know by now. So I was wondering, I was thinking maybe I'll set a fucking world record by trying to ingest as much Coke Zero through my nose as possible. Right on, and you know, and I'm drinking. Co I actually am drinking Coke Zero myself at the moment. What? A, a bottle that you've left here sitting like a month ago. I'm still drinking because <laughs> it's just I'm, I'm, I resent it taking up room in my little fridge. So uh, we could set a record for that. I mean, if uh, most uh, Coke Zero poured on a microphone during a recording, I don't know. You know, I think most Coke Zero spat on a pee guard during a show. There you go. There you I go. I wonder how we will collect the samples. That's a whole other conversation. But Paramore, good on you, man. That's some weird shit, but I'm in. Okay, one of our favorites, you Metallica. Said you said Pea Garden. I was going to put it to the test, but I don't think it would work. So anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> please, please don't. Don't put it to the literal test, please. <laughs> Keep your P where it belongs. I, uh, 
Now, now you see, I figured Metallica was going to be in there, but I just didn't know what for. So go ahead. All right. Well, as we know, they're one of the biggest classic metal bands in the world. And of course, it was only a matter of time until they broke a Guinness World Record in 2013 by playing shows on all seven continents in just one year. And it includes Antarctica. Well, it would have to freeze them all. Although in other countries, they do not teach that there are seven continents, but that's what we learned here. Um, But Antarctica, which it seems like weird that you'd have a continent that's just a big hunk of ice with nobody living on it. But it is a continent. And yes, I remember they recorded in a dome. Freeze them all. Freeze. (laughs) That that, that was what they called the concert. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what I like they called it. it. Yeah, they I called know, it but yeah. you brought it back. I, I like it. I like that we are yeah. hearkening back. And, yeah, you man. know, Fallout Boy tried to do it, but they failed due to weather conditions. So they couldn't get to Antarctica because obviously it's a frozen continent. So they tried, but they failed. And our boys in black got it done. So, damn. I mean, is there nothing Metallica can't do? Come on. I mean, Jeez. you know, and, and thankfully they didn't end up wait for it, trapped under ice. You know. Oh, no, you didn't. Because it's a fucking <laughs> mile thick, you know. Right. It so is. It so is. All right. All right. All right. Enough about our boys in black. What about, uh, uh, you know, there's always a tie to these this band and something. And this time we're actually featuring them. Kiss. Oh, I wasn't expecting them. But of course, <laughs> yes. Uh, what about, uh, let me see. What would Kiss? Uh, let me see if I can guess. Uh, what would do be it, their do record? It. Yes, uh, I want to hear. Well, I mean, they have records, but these are not the kind of like these are normal records, the kind that you wouldn't ordinarily think about. Like, um, you know, that they're the, the number one gold selling record band in America. But okay, it must be something weird. Go ahead. What is it? Yeah, it's nothing unthinkable like that. The classic rock titans Kiss broke two world records at the same time during their Kiss 2020 goodbye live stream. So during the concert that was performed in Dubai, which I watched they, live, nice. Well, they achieved the highest flame projection in a music concert, as well as the most flame projections launched simultaneously in a music concert. Are you ready? Uh huh. How many? Their flames reached their 73 flames actually reached a height of 35 meters or 100. And 15 feet. It was, and I showed you a couple of clips of it. It was off the freaking chain. I mean, and they used, like, uh, there probably was a record for a number of cameras used. I think they had 50 cameras, too. It was totally insane. Oh, is that what? Well, (laughs) (laughs) Well, but Flames is, right? Flames is. Uh, and it was, I, you know, and I should have known that because I remember reading about that. I remember reading that that was a record. And uh, New Year's Eve 2020, I did indeed watch that. It was uh, the hell of a thing. And um, I, I, streaming very well, streaming much better than the uh, the uh, uh, signal we get while recording shows like this remote, which we sell, which we never do. So and that's <laughs> why. But yes, uh, good, good on them. Uh, and hopefully there were a great many people uh, watching that. I don't know if that if that was a record. I'm sure they would be first to tell us. Well, I will say when you showed it to me. I was agape. It was quite the spectacle. It was really amazing. And um, I, I will say it eclipsed the band to me. I was just like, what a show. This is an amazing, just pyrotechnic extravaganza. I was blown away. So, yeah, it was quite something. And I am not surprised at all well, that it has yeah, some uh, records. And, and the Atlantis, uh, I believe it's the Atlantis Hotel there. 
uh, if I'm not mistaken, was where they played. And, you know, the pool in front of it, it was visually the most stunning thing. I mean, you could, if you, you could turn the volume all the way down, you could mute it, and still it would be incredible to watch. What was weird is how they, they modified some of the uh, lyrics for the uh, Middle Eastern sensibilities. But um, sometimes you, you kind of cringed a little bit at the way they did it. But thankfully, we were spared Gene Simmons spitting blood, which I, which I outgrew when I was like 17. So thankfully, they didn't do that. And the concert was, I thought, very impressive. Uh, so good on them. Yeah, yeah. Not surprised, um, not surprised, except for the fact that I completely didn't think of it. Well... Here is another one, not by Kiss, but it's by a band that I, I like. It's uh, 30 Seconds to Mars. So, so Jaron Leto, he's more widely known, I'm sure, for his acting, but he also fronts a band. And uh, they have a record for the longest tour by a rock band ever. In 2011, they played <laughs> 309 dates. Oh, what? my God. In one year? So they, so they only had uh, like sixty six days off in That's a year. Ridiculous! I can't wow. even. Oh my god! People so, are sitting yeah. back going, "This guy doesn't math, does he?" You know, apparently. But that was as close as I could get. But I, <laughs> I mean, so the Joker, the friggin' Joker, uh, actually toured for almost a whole year nonstop. Wow, amazing! Yeah, he said the most days they took off during the time was only two weeks. I can't even imagine. I mean, I not only is it exhausting, but where? How do you keep your voice that limber? I, I just, I don't know. I would sound like a frog by the end of like probably the third month. I'd be like, "Hello, everybody." That would be. <laughs> no? I mean, I, it seems like your your throat would seize up to be about the width of a straw. Uh, I, would, for, I would imagine. Well, that, I mean, uh, I mean, an instrumental band is one thing, but I mean, if you're singing, that's uh, that's too much. That's a lot. I can't do a half-hour right. radio show, and I'm going, <laughs> Exactly. So here's one. Iron Maiden. They also what? have sets. I know. Versus so they going, have. Yeah. I know, right? He's, what? So Guinness World Records holds that Iron Maiden has the most songs, 51 featured in video games and any other metal artist. Fifty-one. Wow. Now you you actually might think figure that would be another Kiss record right there. Oh my god. uh, Or the Beatles or something. I mean the Beatles you figure or something. But Iron Maiden in video games, nice. And I don't play video games, so I wouldn't know that. You know. I wouldn't know that either. I wouldn't know that either. So um, let's see here. Also. Also, it says that they appear in Two Minutes to Midnight in Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and they were the number. They were the number of the beast. Also, that that particular song appeared in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Four. Like they're in some weird shit. I think for a heavy metal band, but that's wow. cool. You'd think it would be like ska or like surf rock that would be in a Tony Hawk video, but who am I? Yeah, I can see the Grand Theft Auto because it's basically insanity and violence and, and you know, just total bat shittery. But I mean the Tony Hawk thing is a bit of a surprise. But then there's a there's a there's a metalhead kind of a skater thing going on too. So That's true. You're right. Yeah. It's kind of a a, a molding or uh, melting together of two worlds, whichever. And here's an, another interesting thing. This isn't a world record, I don't think, but the Run to the Hills song that's in Rock Band the Game is the most difficult to play. 
So game. wow, the most difficult to, to play in the the band rock uh, in the game rock band. Yeah, the most difficult song. Wow. Right? It's, it's that's interesting, crazy. and I never played that or guitar here or anything like that. But I used to be in a band with a guy, and that's where he learned to play drums. Was was the band rock? Was the game rock band? So uh, it's it's people <laughs> think that you know having guitar uh, hero and stuff out there would actually deter people from learning. But a number of guitar instructors have told me that it actually makes them want to really learn. So uh, faking it till you make it apparently is pretty legit. Kind of important. So why not? So. Our boys, Motley Crue, what, what? They have a world record, too. What is it? What is it? Are you ready? What do you think it could be? Most um, hair, most makeup used by a band? No. Uh, let me see. Crew, um, world record. Um, uh, let me think briefly. Um, uh, well, I mean, there wouldn't be one for, like, you know, cocaine ingested or anything. So, no, uh, I'm kind of stumped. But I'll probably think of it once. I'll probably go, oh, yeah, of course, once you tell me. So, most groupies, Iron Maiden. Most groupies banged. Is that one? Most groupies banged. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> that that's the one that Vince Neil probably holds. But oh. Iron Maiden has the most metal songs in video games we just talked about. But Crew has also had their success in the digital world. The Glamwalkers are reported to have their first song sell better on Xbox than iTunes. The Saints of Los Angeles single, which is the title track of their 28 reunion album, was downloaded 37,000 more times in its first week on Xbox Live than on the Apple platform. Wow. You know, and, wow. and again, not being a person who play, I know you can watch movies and play music and everything on these uh, gaming platforms, but I've never seen it done or talked to anybody about it. So that it just, it does surprise me a bit, I have to say. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't see that one coming. I certainly thought it was going to be like, uh, maybe one of those for them would be, you know, <laughs> most rotations by a drummer in a cage on stage or something while playing drums right because he had that cage where he would just play and they would rotate the cage yeah, and i saw yeah. that which was so cool yeah head-to-head battle between him and like carl palmer for the same thing you know exactly but, uh no, well, no, no. Actually, you know what? Carl, it wasn't Palmer that did that. Emerson did it with the piano, so that's what a freaking grand piano. So that's uh, I'm sure there's a record there. I mean, how many uh, somersaults can you do on a grand piano? Um, I'm sure nobody ever uh, competed with that one. But good for uh, Mr. Mr. Lee there. Does not appear. Yeah, I mean, well, it was cool that he did it, but it didn't break any records. Um, but Shine Down. So not you may not know who Shine Down is, but they are kind of. They're mainstream. I will say they're mainstream. A lot of people don't know them that are into old school classic rock like yourself. But the rock band were reportedly overcome with emotion when they learned that they'd surpassed Three Days Grace, who they love, with the most number one hits on Billboard Mainstream's rock chart. They reached 16 chart-topping singles with Atlas Falls. And, I mean, that is a lot. To overcome Three Days Grace, who is like a very well-known very you know obviously they've achieved so much in their career and and they are pretty mainstream but they beat them so they they wow. actually beat them and they also have a world record wow now shine down uh, my fellow dinos out there but like yeah man you know shine down is one of those i remember i when i hear something well when i hear something that i like which isn't that often um, I will Shazam it, but when I hear something I really hate, I will Shazam it. And Shine Down, I know, has come up a couple of times, but I can't remember a single song. But as for Three Days Grace, I would have to say that I 
hate everything about them. I don't know if that's their song or not, but uh, wow, anyway. no, I, I, wow. All right, so or is it three uh, doors, it, three doors down, three days grace? I think it's one of those three bands that uh, I hate everything about you. Yeah, scream rock. I'm not into, but uh, good for those guys. Uh, congratulations. You know. It's always good that we can get your your thoughts and opinion in on on bands. I like it. You hate them, but you're not sure why, and that's I okay. Think, I think it keeps some of the listeners sane, to be honest. Because <laughs> they're thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, thank God, it's not just me. You know? Yeah, that's probably I can true. To this guy, you know. So you get so the we, young hip crowd. I get the curmudgeon uh, dinosaur tar pit crowd, the grumpy, <laughs> miserable old bastard crowd. And uh, between us, we got the world covered. That's why so we're booming. So what do I bring? What do I bring to the, the table? The, the, young hip, the young hip people. <laughs> You're so funny. I love it. All right. I'll take young and hip. 21 Pilots. I don't know if you know them either, but they're no. hugely popular among millennials and Gen Z listeners. Um, they have this like apathetic sounding vocal delivery and they're catchy. So it's nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's not your guessed, thing. Not I would have guessed that just by the fact that they're popular <laughs> with Gen Z. <laughs> wow. Gen Z, we love you, man. I do anyway. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, sure. <laughs> so. They won seven Billboard Music Awards. They also famously took off their pants when they won a Grammy. But what they are really known for is they, so it's Tyler Joseph, he's vocals and instrumentals, and Joss Dunn's on drums, wardrobe choices. And they're most impressed by the fact that they are the first musical artist ever to certify at least RIAA gold for every track on two consecutive albums every track that I, means even the like b-sides you know what i mean every track yeah i mean you could have you know i mean i've seen bands have you know six singles from one album but every track i don't every know if track. anybody i, I mean uh, uh, when you said they were the first so that means even like the beatles and even fleetwood mac and even all them didn't do it right even michael no. jackson didn't do it that is incredible right. uh Quite a feat there, and I'm, I'm sure it's not because they're better than Beatles or Michael Jackson, but it's just because that's just the way things are today. I mean, if you take a poll and it's like, who's the greatest singer? Uh, and, you know, you get the you get the young people and they, they don't even know who the old folks are. But uh, that takes some doing, I got to say. Back in the day of the artists I mentioned, when people actually bought records uh, all the time by because they had to and because it's the right thing to do, I... Nobody ever had that, uh, a single, from, I mean, uh, uh, gold from every single song. Absolutely impressive. I'm really, really stunned. It stuck. really is. Now you know you want to go listen to them and find out what all the hype is about. You know you do. I don't know if I'd go that far, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, the if album's... You're my, if you remind me of their name, I probably will. Well, you think you should, 21 Pilots. The two albums that did this were Vessel, released in 2013, and Blurry Face, released in 2015, and they have several tracks on both of those that went multi-platinum. So, they blurry, are sitting I'm sorry, pretty. Blurry face, right? Blurry face, is that what you said? Blurry saying? face. It's one word they made, blurry face. Oh, it's one word, no less. So. Yeah, blurry face. That, that makes it so much <laughs> uh, so much better. Okay. Yes, totally. Uh, so, there's one more that we're going to chat about today. And it's your favorite. This is your absolute favorite. Pearl Jam. Oh. Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam. Grown. So what What was their claim to fame in the, you know, kind of Guinness book world? Well, the Grateful Dead, 
have released the most live albums in history. They released 167, right? So that's quite something. But Pearl Jam holds the record for the most live tracks released in one week. Yeah, so, I do. I do remember that that they put out like you know like a different live album every day uh, for like a long time. It was like you know four albums long or something like that. It was like worse than it was more indulgent than Use Your Illusion a uh, hundred times over. Uh, I remember <laughs> that they were infamous for releasing like a totally unsupportable um, a number of records that I was really shocked if anybody would uh, would buy. But yeah, uh, give us the deets. Uh, as the young people say, give us the deets on that one. Well, I like that you're keeping yourself relevant with words like deets. I love it. It's beautiful. It, it, I'm, I, it, I try it, to keep myself felt, relevant as well. It felt like poison coming out of my mouth. It really did. <laughs> like poison from an adder's tongue. Yes. <laughs> out came I mean, deets. <laughs> it, was some, it was some Shakespeare shit coming out of my mouth. I felt like... Thou art cool. Okay. Yeah. So... <laughs> Here it is. Here is the, the all of the information. First of all, I wanted to share that loudwire.com has provided this very interesting article for your pleasure and for our commentary and opinions. Thereby justifying Here. their very existence. Correct. <laughs> so in 2021, this band put out a digital archive called Deep that contained... 5,404 live songs compiled over a span of 14 years of touring. Holy shitballs. Now, I'm going to guess these are versions of songs. These, these can't be different, discrete songs. They have to Correct. be like, yeah, this is like, you know, uh, a live of take 15 or version 15, you know, where uh, I, I, that's love just, that uh, song. One of my favorites. Uh, uh, One of my favorites. Such a great song. So I, it's never mind it, that they took the riff from Leslie West. It's okay, and uh, they just fucked it all up with uh, Eddie Vedder's vocal. But that, that's an impressive feat, I gotta say. Just so you know, they're making money hand over fist, and Leslie West would not deny uh, artists any cash. He's got to be like, "Do it, babe, do it." Well, so, I so uh, yeah. that. But I mean, you know. <laughs> so that is amazing and that brings us to the end of some i'm sure there's more but some artists these are some bands who broke world records so pretty amazing in addition to making great music in some cases not the case of kiss in my in, in my uh, mind but you know making great music they also broke barriers they I mean, the one that's the strangest has got to be the Paramore one with the teddy bear backwards. What the hell? I don't even know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they joined Kiss and having a record that has nothing really whatsoever to do with music. Well, itself, and the, I mean. the treadmills, too. The treadmills are wacky. Yeah, yeah, that was you one know? of the didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, they're not famous for the songs or for the sales or for the, you know, anything having to do with the music. Just the uh, the way they did it while well, the... the uh, floating uh, weightlessness or whatever they were doing, zero gravity, which <laughs> yes. I got to say is pretty novel. Pretty, It novel. is. It is. It's, it's, it's fucking brilliant. I mean, whatever angle you can take to continue to catapult your music, I say do it. Go for it. Just balls in, throw it all in, do it. If you can, break some world records while you're doing it. You know, why not? And, you know, well, you got to hand it to Metallica for coming up with one that, you know, uh, Playing on all the continents, even one where like nobody actually lives, where you can't possibly have any fans, because anybody who's in Antarctica lives someplace else when not in Antarctica. But still, they set a record, and uh, 
they're uh, well, they're they are a band that we both can get behind, which is also yes. good. And they might they might come up in discussion in a in a future show, but I won't. Uh, I'll leave it there with that. Uh, I won't be surprised that they show up in a in a future show. We are certainly fans, and I will say. Of all of these, that one is kind of the coolest. Like it is like it's one that you oh, go, yeah. Oh, that would be cool if I could do that, or oh yeah, that's like that one is meaty, it's cool, and it just it makes them like seem more worldly and uh cultured for some reason. So I like it. Yeah, the fact because well, you know, most rock musicians don't even have never probably even heard of all the continents and everything, and they've been to them, so and that is pretty cool. It makes <laughs> them look kind of uh kind of a uh, scholarly and uh, like you said, worldly, you know. Yes. Yes, so it's very impressive. So, well, that brings us to another, uh, well, I guess the end of a yet another thrilling, exciting, interesting, and uh, wildly uh, entertaining, if you ask me, show. And when we end these shows, there's only one way to end them, and that's with you saying... And even after a month, somehow, I managed to remember that the words are, let's fly this coop. <laughs> This has been Birds of a Feather on What the Flock Radio.